0: Hey guys, did you know that you can burn up to 40 calories for every 15 minutes of laughing? Get in shape with That Trophy Wife Life. We are a comedy podcast that guarantees to make you really, really, really good looking. Join us as we discuss hard-hitting, important topics like asshole kid moments, the best drunk stories, best pranks ever pulled, and the dumbest criminals that get themselves busted. So if you want to lose weight and be really, really, really good looking, find that trophy wife life today available on all major podcast platforms and youtube don't forget to rate and review only five stars are being accepted at this time and until our next episode keep living that trophy wife life yeah when your um children are like you know when he goes off Um, to have a sleepover or he goes to daycare or whatever and you're in the house on your own. Do you find yourself, like, commentating everything you do and talking to yourself just because that's what you do? And then you catch yourself and you think, who the fuck am I talking to? There's nobody here. Yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) There's nobody
0: to listen to me. Yeah, I'm still talking to myself. What the fuck?
1: I I do it. I mean, my excuse is that sometimes I need expert advice, you know, but... G'day, g'day. Welcome to another episode of Not So Secret Dad's Business. Today, I've got a UK mum on the show. Uh, I'd like to introduce Hayley from the Mac to Mac podcast. How are you, Hayley? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm doing well, mate. I'm doing well. Good. Now, um, I originally came across you and your Instagram and, and your your mum life so, to speak, because uh, you've been on the Shaddakins podcast a few times, and I've, you know, we've got mutual friends there.
0: Yeah, we have. I'm a glutton for punishment
1: yeah. with those boys. I'll tell you what, I mean, it's all, all good fun with them, but uh, yeah, there's a bit of shit stir in there, isn't there?
0: Oh, absolutely. I can handle it, though. It's all good. I'm from Manchester. I can handle it. It's all good.
1: Oh, a Manchester girl. Boy, well, yeah, yes. give them a run for your money for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I pride myself on it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, so tell us a little bit about your podcast that you do with uh, Mandy in Canada.
0: Um, OK, so we've known each other for about 13 years and. Um, And more recently, I've discovered the beauty of voice notes via WhatsApp, which is a lazy person's dream because you don't have to type at all. Um, And so our our voice notes, we realized they were lasting anywhere between like three and 15 minutes at a time. And it was just so funny. And then I saw this meme on Facebook and it was something like, to all the people that send long voice notes, um, it's a voice note, not a podcast. And I said, as a bit of a joke, like maybe we should podcast together. And so that's it. Now we do. Um, and we just, we talk about random stuff. We, we stay away from parenting, um, most of the time, um, because we use it as an excuse to just have a bit of adult conversation, you know, some dedicated time a week. Um, but yeah, we just talk about random stuff. We get a lot of submissions from people because we like to talk about a specific topic. Um, like we've yeah. done first dates. Um, we've done perspectives. Um, and more recently, we did questions for a British person with her brother, who's also from Canada, which was uh, quite funny. I never realized how confusing we are over here.
1: Um, I don't know if it's so much confusing, just the fact that North America seemed to be stuck in a little bubble, I think. Mm, I mean, yeah. I know the USA are really bad for doing that, but I think <laughs> yeah. I think Canada are just sort of, they, they tend to do it a little bit as well. I mean, Australia had a pretty big British influence. So there's a lot of stuff that is pretty similar, I think, with the UK yeah. and Australia. Um, yeah, yeah. But like, like the other day when we were talking and I was having to ask you about TV licences, because that blew my mind that you'd have to pay yeah. a licence for your TV, you know?
0: Yeah, it blows my mind every fucking month.
1: <laughs> it's just
0: <laughs> ridiculous. It's so, so stupid. Even I had to Google it, because I know you asked that question for the Ask a British Person, but we never got to it. Yeah. Um, but it's the only one that I actually had to Google, because I, I genuinely didn't know. It's just something that we pay. And just don't question it. It's so strange.
1: Yeah, it, it really blew me away because, I mean, mm-hmm. the, the ABC here is, you know, the, the equivalent of the BBC. Yeah. But it's all government funded. Yeah. So when you were telling me that, you know, BBC are, are getting their money from the licensing, I was like, okay, well, yeah. it sort of makes sense, I suppose.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think nowadays I think it's distributed across Um, the few um, like terrestrial channels now like ITV channel four channel five but they still have adverts on there so you'll have like a Marmite advert or a insurance advert or something in between programs on BBC have absolutely nothing which is good but the programming is pretty shit so you don't watch it anyway (laughs) (laughs) so you're literally what I don't (laughs) understand is we pay for I said, didn't I? We pay for Sky, which is like the British equivalent of like cable. Yep, yep. We pay that every month, but we still have to pay for a TV license, even though we pay through the hours for for that.
1: Yeah, so, I st- so I still don't
0: understand. I'm probably as confused as you are, to be honest. I don't. I don't know.
1: The only th- I think the only thing that confuses me more than that is possibly the fascination with Blobby. Because I mean, here's the most. The, oh. the scariest thing I've ever seen, yeah. I, was I mean, absolutely the voice terrified. that goes with it as well.
0: Oh, I know it just its horrendous. That thing, like, completely terrorized my childhood, it was awful. There was this program called Noel's House Party, and it was a TV presenter called Noel Edmonds. Um, have you ever seen the British deal or no deal? Yeah, he I know does that,
1: that. Yeah, okay? Yeah,
0: so in the 90s he had on the Saturday night Noel's house party and I used to watch it with my dad and Mr Blobby was a thing that would just appear and he would like knock shit over he would like just throw like custard pies at people and just generally be this terrifying pink thing and knock people over and I hated it and then you know to go and top it all off, he knocks, take that Christmas number one. And I was absolutely heartbroken. This thing completely ruined my life for a few years.
1: Yeah, no, I, I tell you what, I was in absolute stitches listening to that episode of the podcast because <laughs> oh, Mandy was just like, just absolutely mind-blown, couldn't get her, her head around it. Yeah, <laughs> no. I had a fair idea, so I'm just, I just—I was laughing yeah. so hard. It is. It's very funny
0: Um it makes me laugh how mind blown she is when she asks me a question about something. And then i tell her the answer. And she's like, what? Cause to me, it's just so normal. It's like the Colin, yeah. the caterpillar thing. It's just so normal for someone to question it. It's just like, it's just really bizarre to me, but I suppose that's the same for you as well. I'm sure people have, well, I know people have so many stereotypes about Australia and, mm. um, and they're just not, they're not right. Are they? a lot of them
1: all the time especially the whole shrimp on the barbie that one drives me nuts
0: really so (laughs) do you not
1: barbecue prawns then is that like not an actual thing well every once in a while but I mean it's not it's not something that's like deeply ingrained in our culture, you know, we're we're (laughs) more likely to to have a sausage sizzle than we are to stick prawns on the barbecue, you know, (laughs) Um, but we definitely do not say, let's put a shrimp on the barbie. Uh, That's, that's (laughs) Australian tourism right there for you, for the Americans. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, And
0: the British as well. Whenever you say, Oh, we had a friend that moved over to Australia about 10 years ago or more. And that was, you know, one of the first things people say when you say, you know, your friends moving to Australia, they do that impression and say those yeah. words. It's just something that we do. And you've kind of shattered that now, to be honest, Dave. because I don't know <laughs> what I'm going to do in a shit Australian accent from now on.
1: <laughs> oh, it's OK. Look, go for it. I mean, it's it's been going for, what, 30 years, as far as I understand. So why, why, yeah. why mess up a good thing, you know?
0: I might start
1: using Shoot the Shit instead. Shoot the shit. I like that one. It's my favorite one. Yes. Yeah. Again, it's it's just that got that Australian touch. Normally would, you'd just be shooting the breeze. I guess that would be the proper <laughs> way of saying. You get yeah, like, Come on, mate. Let's shoot the shit. <laughs> <laughs> so um anyway, uh, you've got some little ones of your own as well, haven't you? How's how's mum life for you?
0: Um, it's good. It's Ever-changing, isn't it, this parent malarkey? Um, I've got an eight-year-old and a two-year-old. They're both boys. Um, They couldn't be more different. It's so funny because everyone tells you that your second kid is not going to be like your first. Mm -hmm. And they were 100% right. I've always been one of these people that's like, how? They're having the same upbringing in the same house with the same parents. How can they be different? My first boy, Max, is so sensible and he's always been so straight down the line and you tell him to do something and he does it and he doesn't question it he's very loving and all the rest of it my second one dougie no he's not like that at all you ask him to do something he looks right through you he doesn't sleep he thinks sleep is for losers and always has done um so yeah they just they could not be more different but it's It's fun. I like having boys. I feel very well looked after having boys. I've got my own little gang around me. Um, So, yeah, it is. It's good. It's just constantly changing. Um, So how old's your son?
1: He's uh, coming up on five next month, actually. Wow. Okay. So is he in school already? Uh, No, he's just in daycare at the moment. So he starts school next year, I believe. Wow. Right. Okay. Yeah. Wow. He yeah. Hasn't, he was just a little too old for uh, too young for this year's intake. So yeah, he'll start. Ah. Uh, okay. All right. And how, how are you feeling about that one? Because that's a big I'm one, not, isn't it? I'm looking forward to it actually, because I mean, he's a really bright kid. He's, he's he is a smart kid. Um, yeah. We've we've just had to pull him out a few days a week at, at daycare because uh, they didn't have a, a dedicated teacher for the kids. It was just right. childcare stuff. and so okay. we, we felt really bad for a while. There, we were telling them off, calling him a dirty little liar because he'd come home from from daycare and we're like, "What letter did you learn today?" Oh no, I didn't yeah. learn a letter. I'm like, what do you mean you didn't learn a letter? You meant that's why we're sending you there. And then yeah. it turned out, yeah, there was no teacher putting together a curriculum for the kids. And this is right. the year that they're doing all the school readiness and getting them used to writing their yep. names and mm-hmm. knowing the alphabet and counting to twenty and all this sort of thing. Yeah, wow. So, I'm like, well, bugger see, you guys if you're not going to do it, we'll pull them out and do it ourselves. Absolutely,
0: yeah. I see over here we have um, the EYFS. I used to work with children under five and we have the early years foundation stage and that's basically a curriculum set out for um not to four years 11 months Mm -hmm. so over here we have a strict thing to follow like you say you know there's certain things that you have to do yep to get a child ready for school over here so that's really surprising that you don't I thought that was just a like
1: across the board thing that that happened that's the, the frustrating thing is that it's, it's meant to be in place. It just has, has so happened oh. that with staff turnover and, and whatnot, they weren't getting the qualified staff in. So oh um yeah, we put, we pulled him out and then, yeah, they've just bailed us up the, uh, the other week and gone, oh, look, you know, we've got a new teacher coming in and we're going to get this curriculum. And my missus has just gone, well, what do you want me to do? Too late now. I've already reduced his hours. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to yeah. muck around because you guys can't get your shit together.
0: Well, no, because at the end of the day, the book stops with you, doesn't it? If you can't That's do right. these things, the teachers at school are going to be looking at you guys, wondering why you can't do it, not the people in daycare. Yeah.
1: And there's only six months left into it. You know, like he goes to school next year. So there's yeah. no point going through the hassle of trying to find a new centre or, or anything like that. No, no.
0: Like you say, you can do it yourself at home just as well, if not better. So,
1: yeah, why not? Yeah, well, the missus has been pretty good. Like, she'd set up, um, like, some learning books, and, like, she's got all these pages that are just laminated, so you can use the old uh, dry erase marker on them.
0: (laughs) She's got (laughs) flashcards and all
1: that, yeah. Oh, she's all over it.
0: Oh, good. Well, that makes it easier. He's very lucky to have a mum like that then, isn't he? Mm.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's on it. Oh,
0: good. (laughs)
1: So with your, your little one, um, mm. I remember you actually talking about it on the podcast that you were actually quite upset because he's not had a birthday outside of lockdown.
0: No, um, he turned two at the beginning of May this year um, and he could actually see family um, so he was born in two thousand and nineteen. so obviously his first birthday was in lockdown, like serious actual full-on lockdown. Yeah. Um, and he couldn't see anybody. Um, but this year he managed to actually see his family. So it was still outside. We were still under the rule of six outside thing. Yeah. Um, but the sun came out for a bit, so we were you know, we were okay for a while. um and yeah, it was it was really emotional because, He's kind of regressed a little bit with his speech and his social skill, obviously, because his world has been so small for so mm. long, um, which I think it turns out is quite a common common thing with 2019 babies. Um, but for him to be able to actually celebrate his birthday and we can show him what birthdays are actually supposed to be like, you know, we didn't even have a birthday cake the first time around because there was nowhere open to buy one. You weren't allowed yeah, to go right. and buy anything that wasn't essential. So you weren't allowed to buy birthday cake. So it was, it was really emotional and it was just like his first actual proper birthday. Um, and the difference in him with his speech and things like since then and now it's just, it's amazing. it's it's unbelievable how much children need that social interaction for everything. You know, you can do any, everything that you think you should be doing. You can laminate all the sheets you want.
1: But if your children
0: (laughs) can't see other kids or other people, it's pointless. They're not going to do anything.
1: Yeah. Yeah. See, I I did that. uh, I I had that with with our son and um, because being an only child, um, yeah. He's he's the first of the next generation in our family, you know. So, or Christine's right. family. So, <clears throat> excuse me. He doesn't have those cousins or anything to play with, and so for the first two years, I was just constantly talking to him. Um, We had yeah. him in speech therapy and all this all this other stuff, and I'm like, how can I, you know, help him improve? And they yeah. reckon just constantly talking to them, whether it's. Yeah just talking about what you're doing or yeah. so now i've got a bad habit i constantly talk to him and yeah like a running commentary here, of everything yeah yeah and if he's not here i'd get really lost i don't know what to do because he yeah be you so do you? <laughs> yeah.
0: isn't it funny because see i've said this before that you know sometimes i think we need our kids just as much as our kids need us because we become reliant on them just as much as they rely on us, don't don't we?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, the last two nights he's just had a sleepover over, uh, with his grandma. Um, mm. His auntie, his auntie came back from a two-year working holiday in Canada,
0: yeah. and
1: so uh, yeah, he's he's just wanted to be with his auntie the whole time. And so yeah, yeah the last two days I've been. Looking around the house, a bit like that Pablo Escobar sort of meme, you know, just standing there not, <laughs> not knowing what to do. Yeah, feeling like your arms are falling off. Yeah, standing in the backyard staring at the sky. Okay, this is yeah, what free time ever, is like.
0: When yeah, when your um children are like, you know, when he goes off. Um, to have a sleepover or he goes to daycare or whatever and you're in the house on your own. Do you find yourself, like, commentating everything you do and talking to yourself just because that's what you do? And then you catch yourself and you think, who the fuck am I talking to? There's nobody here. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> There's nobody here yeah.
0: to listen to me. Yeah, I'm still talking to myself. What the fuck? I,
1: I do it. I mean, my excuse is that sometimes I need expert advice, you know, but... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, quite often Christine will <sighs> pop her head out of the lounge room. What's that, babe? I'm like, what? She she said something. Like, oh, don't no, worry, I'm talking to myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do it all the time. All the yeah. time. And quite often it's I'll turn around. Hey bud, what are you oh yeah, that's right. He's not here today.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then you feel really sad.
1: Yeah. It just, I, it I, I don't know, I think it's just the amount of time that they take up. You just sort of get so used to yeah. just being go, go, go. You do get that Absolutely. you just sort of lost.
0: Yeah. Well, we were talking about that as well, Mandy and I. We were saying that, you know, mum brain, but I suppose it's dad brain as well, Um, where you're just constantly thinking about what they might need or want. It's like, has he got a drink in that cup? Does he need a snack? Is it time for lunch yet? He yep. hasn't been to the toilet in a while. He probably needs to go. I better send him. All that stuff is constantly going around in your head. And then, like you say, when you don't have to think about that, it feels really, really strange. You just get so used to your brain being taken up with this stuff. Yeah. Madness. Absolute madness. No one prepares you for that part, I don't think. No,
1: that's for sure. And, like, he's he's my shadow as well. So he does everything with me. We do the grocery shopping together. You know, we, we go out anywhere. He's just, he's glued to me, you know, and i am lately been trying to sort of leave him home, I'm like oh, hang out mm-hmm. with mum, give mum a hand with, with stuff around here. Yeah. Because he's just such a daddy's boy.
0: Oh, that's and lovely.
1: I'm, I'm sure there'll come the time where, you know, he'll get bored of me and he'll be a mummy's boy and I'm going to take it personally and get real sad. But you know, I mean, it's while
0: well, well at last. <laughs> it's good fun. Oh, yeah. My, um, to be honest, both of them are, are mummy's boys. Um, But recently now, certainly now Max is getting older, there's certain things that I'm having, I'm finding myself say, ask your dad about that. You speak yeah. to your dad about it. And it, it's, really, it's really hard for me, I'm going to be honest, because I like to be in control I guess of everything so I like to be the one to sort everything out you yep. know if he has a problem he comes to me and I fix it but now he's getting older he's gonna be like "Mom, what's this or "Mom, can I talk to you about this and I'm gonna have to say because I don't know mm. talk to your dad um, and he is gravitating more towards his dad now which is it's hard but yeah I'm sure he'll always look after his mommy because I've told him he's got two.
1: So oh, we'll we'll yeah. hope. <laughs> well, I mean, especially in those preview person years and, and all of that as well, as he as he gets closer mm. to that, he's gonna he's gonna have a lot more questions that you really probably don't want to answer, let alone be able to answer. You uh, see, this is it. I I'm
0: I like to think of myself as the Beverly Goldberg of this household. <laughs> And <laughs> yep, yep. Yep. I am I am 100% Beverly Goldberg and I embrace it and I love it um, so you know I'll always have a go at answering these questions and I've always tried to be um, cool under like the pressure of these questions but I don't think I'm mature enough for it because I laugh I just laugh <laughs> and I don't know what to say and I'm like oh I just I don't know, but I don't I don't know if that'll be a good thing, whether that will make him more relaxed about this stuff. I don't know. But you have to just give it a go and see, don't you? I suppose. Yeah.
1: Well, look, again, I think it's really good that, you know, a boy can have that relationship with his mum as well. Like, I mean, obviously when I was younger, you know, I'd ask my dad certain things, but there was yeah. never that taboo of being able to go to mum and go, hey, look, I'm a little confused or I'm a little lost. What do you know? Yeah. Um, You know, like sex and and puberty and all of that sort of stuff. It was really cool. I was still able to go to mum. There was none of that weirdness. So I yeah. think that's what what is really good about being, being a mama's boy as well is, is that there's no boundary there, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, that's it. And that's how I want. Um, Max and Dougie to be I want you know I want them to feel like they can come to me with absolutely anything um, and you know I'll never lie I'll always try and be honest um, I can't remember what it was I did something once and even Darren my partner was like what have you just said are you, are you kidding um, but today I was actually playing a game with him and it was um, it was called faking it and it's um, it's on this game called Jackbox. Um, and it was like, everyone gets a question on their device and one person doesn't. and But we all have to answer it. Yep. One of you is faking and you have to try and guess who's faking. And the yep. question was, <laughs> um, who is most likely to have had sex in public or something like that?
1: And yeah, I was like,
0: oh shit I really hope that Max is the faker but then all of a sudden Max just started laughing and I was like oh shit he's definitely definitely not the faker I was like oh no oh no what do I do luckily he didn't say anything he just he actually said he turned to my nephew and he said oh it's all right my mum and dad were talking about that when we were having tea last night I was like we weren't oh my god we weren't and I was like what do you mean and Darren had made a joke about um because I was going to buy some new clothes today for summer um and because obviously last year there was no fucking point um yeah. and Darren made a joke to Max and he's like oh all your friends are gonna think that Mommy's really sexy now and he thought <laughs> It was so inappropriate. But then when he brought it up today, I had to try and find the words to my brother and my nephew. And I'm like, oh, God. And I'm just, you know, when you're just digging yourself a hole and it's getting deeper and deeper and just like, oh, fuck this. I just, that's it. I'm done. I'm not parenting anymore today. That's how I'm
1: fucking done. Yeah, you get to our point, though. Fuck it. I'll keep digging, but I'm going to fill this hole while I'm in it. Just don't mind me. Yeah, just
0: (laughs) whatever no (laughs) homes bad if you want to know that's what he asked me i've just remembered we were watching um i think we're watching daddy's home or something like that Mm -hmm. and they mentioned a strip club oh lord max max turned to me and he said mom what's a strip club and my head just went right okay i can either lie and try and make something up or i could just be really fucking honest and just turned out and i said it's a place where men go to watch ladies take their clothes off and they give them money for it. And his little jaw just dropped. And he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and Darren was in the next room and I swear he choked on his coffee. He was like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, but what am I supposed to say? What do oh, I say? That's a,
1: yeah, that's a that's a tricky one. Again, there's I think you're going know, to have plenty of those, but yeah, I, I, I'm i with you. I think being honest about it and just telling them what yeah. it's about is is probably the best way to go because I grew up pretty bloody sheltered myself, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, and so I, I, I felt like a bit of a fool sometimes because I was always that one at school that the kids would, like, start poking at and start using terms that I wasn't. Uh, well versed with you know like right yeah shit i can't i think i was like six or seven and i got that oh nathan are you a virgin and i'm like well no because I, I assumed it'd be something bad and then i'd get teased yeah well, that was it. i got teased because i'm eight and not a virgin <laughs> and i'm like what are you guys going on about like come on
0: oh no so, it's See, this is the thing, isn't it? It comes back to the school thing because you don't want them to be the kid that has the piss taken out of them, but you also don't want them to be the kid that tells everybody else what these things are. And then the parents yes. text you and they're like, um, what's this? Max has been telling everyone about strip clubs.
1: <laughs> Do <you> know what <laughs> I could So, just, yeah, I'm yeah, waiting yeah. for
0: that text when he goes back to school next week. I'm waiting for it.
1: Yeah, no. Look, I mean, like, I'm, I, I have the same sort of thing with my son. I try to be pretty honest with him if he asks me what's going on. Yeah. But again, being five, he's still in that sort of grey area where he understands, but I can't quite tell him the truth. I, I still got a dumb it no. right there. Yeah. So well, I do. yeah.
0: That's what you've got to do. It. You've got to do it in an age appropriate way. I think. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's right. So I, I end up going, ah, ah. <laughs> so, and it's like, well, what is it, Dad? I'm like, Look, I'll get there. Like, let me just figure out the right words. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, I've been there so many times. Um, there's this one um, kid in Maxie's class, and I'm quite good friends with her mom. And it turns out that um, her daughter had asked her about sex. And she was very honest, but she used like scientific words like penis and all of the rest of it. And she actually like, you know, told her all about the whole act. And then apparently her daughter just looked at her and went, Mom, you lost me at penis. (laughs) (laughs) Oh (laughs) yeah. I I think we all got lost at that point, love. That's why we're in this mess.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's that's why I'm your that's mother.
0: That's That's why you're here. But yeah, it's um, it's tough, isn't it? Because you need to find that middle ground. Yes. Don't you? Yeah. You can't be like over the top and have to be the one to tell everybody, but you can't, you know, tell lies because then they look stupid.
1: That's right. Exactly. Exactly. Um. But uh yeah, I mean look, I guess you're gonna have for, at least with Dougie, you'll have that practice, you know, like yes, you'll, you'll have like <laughs> that six-year head start, so you'll be six years ahead for him and be able to know, all right, at this age, this is how I'm gonna say it.
0: Absolutely. I mean, to be fair, the way that Dougie is shaping up, I think he can probably he'll probably tell us more than we can tell him because he's just he just he's a little bugger. So <laughs> i've got my work cut out i think
1: yeah that's for sure i mean i wouldn't mind having a second one but i mean i'm still still learning with the first one i don't want to fuck up a second one until i've got the first one oh, no. out, you know you,
0: you won't <laughs> fuck it up you're trying your best so you know you're halfway there already well that's one you'll thing you'll only I've fuck learnt, him up you know, if you don't try
1: well that's right i mean i've learnt that that parenthood Nobody has a has a clue what they're doing, and that's why I love doing the nope. podcast, talking to all yeah. these other parents, you know. Yeah, you, you we're take all modelling through. Experience. Yeah,
0: exactly. Well, that's it. We're all just trying our best at the end of the day, and you know it's like Schrodinger's cat. You don't know whether it's going to work until you've done it.
1: Yeah, that's and right. That's it. That's and if it real. don't
0: work, you go well. I fucking tried. So. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry well, he, here
1: he is. <laughs> you've got, you've got this complex, bud. I'm sorry, but uh, I did yeah. my best.
0: Well, this is it. I'm, I'm sure I'm giving Max several complexes. But you know, that's my prerogative as Beverly Goldberg, isn't it? So, whatever, it works for her.
1: That's right. That's right. <laughs> I am. Um, anyway, Haley. Um we'll probably have to wrap it up here i think but before we go can you tell everybody where they can find your podcast and, and and all that sort of thing
0: absolutely um you can listen to mac to mac podcast on anchor on spotify on google podcasts and amazon music um you can find us on instagram at mac to mac podcast all one word um and yeah if we don't have a facebook page we don't bother with facebook because it's yeah. It's yeah. one of those Look,
1: things. So yeah. I've got a Facebook page and I struggle to run it all. Like I've, I've yeah. found that Instagram is usually it's actually really good to get a decent reach, I've found. So
0: yeah, I mean Facebook, the algorithm is just horrendous for yeah. for pages. And they reset it so often you can't keep on top of it. So what's the point? No, that's all right. Don't worry about it, Nate. It's
1: <laughs> fine. <laughs> Uh, all right well Hayley thanks for coming on the show today having a chat with me mate oh thank you for having me it's been lovely well we'll have to have you again sometime I say that to all my guests and I mean it so yeah like sometime oh yeah maybe I'd I'm, love it I'm sure we'll get you on and uh have, a, have another chat sometime
0: definitely you go and put another shrimp on that barbie
1: yeah sounds like a plan <laughs> <laughs> catch you mate Thanks for listening to Not So Secret Dad's Business. If you have a topic you'd like covered or you just want to reach out to us, you can email us at notsosecretdadsbusiness at gmail.com or leave us a voice message at anchor.fm forward slash notsosecretdadsbusiness. If you want to follow us on social media, you can also follow us on Instagram at notsosecretdadsbusiness or on Facebook as well.